Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's starting to now appear that it's going to be dangerous to even speak about how bad 2020 is. It's kind of become a staple on this program, on many others, and in common conversation to discuss all of the difficult things the human race has had to endure this year. But Mother Nature may be striking back, or preparing to. Over the weekend, Aaron Sawitsky was finally able to marry his bride Denise after their original date was postponed from June because of the pandemic. And the Marion, Massachusetts couple decided to write, recite their own vows at the outdoor ceremony Saturday. Video posted online shows Aaron turning to his bride and starting his turn of vows by saying, 2020 has not been the best year. And just then, a bolt of lightning struck nearby. No injuries, just a good scare from about a quarter of a mile away. A warning shot, if you will. I've never seen a wedding ever where they wrote their own vows that anything good came out of that cliff. <laughs> Oh, you don't think so? Huh? I've never seen it, but never I'm sure that, that it happens. I'm sure that it happens. Yeah. Well, welcome back, Cliff. Glad to have you mm -hmm. back after yesterday. Um, well, you know, all the fun and games is not over yet, so. <laughs> well, that's what I understand from you, that uh, you still got some other stuff going on. We may yeah, hear some so, noises from the sweatpants lounge. Yeah. The um, we're, there, There's a new flooring being installed in much of the house, not here in the actual sweatpants lounge, uh, but in the hallway right out the door. And uh, I originally thought it would all be done in one day, uh, but apparently they'll. it was a little more complicated than what they thought, so they're going to be back today to finish. So we could hear <laughs> some hammering action at there the Sweatpants Lounge. There could be some hammering and sawing, and, and probably the, non, the, uh, the construction crew generally don't seem to be, although we told them they could come as early as they wanted, they said, we're not really morning people. Okay, well, of course. <laughs> we'll see you at 9. <laughs> Well, welcome back anyway, Cliff. My and pleasure. Yeah, my, my pleasure. I um, I may be taking off in a two to three weeks from now myself. So, Oh, oh why I, would you be doing that? Well, I'm going to try something I swore I would never do. What, what's that? A little elective surgery. Elective surgery? Uh-huh. I know. Uh, it's kind of foolish okay. with a virus going around and you're going yeah. right where it's at. But I'm thinking, you know what? If I can uh, get this accomplished, I'm I'm going to be quite happy. I think so. What What are you having done? I'm getting elective surgery. I'm getting 2020 bypass surgery. I'm going right this around this right year. Right around it. Yes, I'm. That makes total sense. Yes. <laughs> Cliff, you're lucky. You're sitting there at the sweatpants lounge this morning. Why? Why is that? You should see this dump. I mean, you mean dump. You mean the radio station? Oh my. What's going on at the radio station? This control room in here. During the 7 yeah. o'clock news, Cliff, I'm going to have to clean yeah. this place up. <laughs> okay. During the news. And you know During how much I enjoy listening to your newscast. No, you don't. Don't lie. Oh, well, okay. But i still got to <laughs> clean this place. I mean, okay. It looks well, like a Turkish prison with a microphone in it. That's what this place <laughs> looks like. You know, I don't <sighs> think cleaning's going to help that. <laughs> you know what, Cliff? Yeah. If I wasn't so lazy... <laughs> yeah. I would take a picture of this place. Yeah, you should. And I would put it on T-shirts and sell them mm -hmm. as a Turkish prison with a microphone. That's what the outline would say on the T-shirt. 
<laughs> oh, and we've already got a complaint this morning, Cliff. Oh, there's a complaint? Okay. Yes. Here, listen to this. Uh, all right. Top of the morning to you, Bill McGregor. Welcome back, Cliffy. Glad to see you back. Was the Blake and, and uh, Gwen Stefani song, was that a punishment? This early in the morning? No, no, no. It wasn't a punishment <laughs> no, song. Really? No. I'm not taking any complaints. From a dude in a skirt. <laughs> Weed the crime of domestic violence is one that may begin in many different ways, then travel through even more different routes, but it ends only one way, with a supposed loved one being injured and their family member going to jail. But the route that this case from the Tampa Bay area, from start to end, where 40-year-old Nicole DeZoys was arrested early Sunday, well, it runs on some rarely traveled roads, although some of them have been mapped by the Morning Roadshow Department of just in time for breakfast. Police were called around 2 a.m. to a home where DeZoys shares a bedroom with her 59-year-old father. Yeah, you heard that right. Officers arrived to find her dad with a bloodied left eye and scratches all over his neck as a result of the alleged attack. She later pled not guilty to punching dear old dad several times and was released on her own recognizance. The arrest report indicates that the domestic indicated started, as most do, with a verbal argument that escalated to violence. And this particular argument started over the amount and severity of dad's farts, thus making the headline that writes itself, Father dealt it, daughter belt it. <laughs> I hope you're proud of yourself. <laughs> Are you, Cliff? Are you proud now, of yourself? Now people are going like, he came back to work for this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cliff, as you well know, in in my never-ending quest to find a take-it-to-the-bank fact that we use later on around yeah. 9.35 every morning, I research a lot of different things, and I find a lot of it's different like, things. It's like actual real work. It is actual. I'm a little bit uh, sorry we even started the whole mess, but... <laughs> So am I. <laughs> I know. I know you are for different reasons than me. Yeah. But I found a fact, Cliff, that yeah. while I just can't, I was going to use it for take it to the bank. I don't even know if we'll have a take it to the bank today because well, that's going to require more work. I'm going to spring <laughs> this one out right now because I just can't wait any longer to get this out, Cliff. All right. Well, get on with it. <laughs> well, I need to talk to you about it because you're the smart guy here. Well, that's been proven over and over and over again for like a decade. So I'm going to give you this fact and ask you a question about it. Okay. On this date in 2006, a Polish man had his cancerous tongue removed and a new one was made using tissue from his buttocks. Okay. I don't know why I said buttocks like that, but I did. It's it's kind of sounded like a oh 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 Forrest Gump. <laughs> it did kind of sound Forrest Gumpy. My buttocks. question to you is, Cliff, if this happens to someone listening or one yeah. of us or something like that, yeah, are you required on a first date to mention that, or is that something you wait until <laughs> things get better, and then you spring that you on say, the girl that you have by a the way, tongue made of actually, buttocks? Yeah. By the way, actually, you should know now. Before we go any further in this relationship, my tongue is actually part of my ass. Yes. Is that a right off the bat thing? I, I mean, think it, I mean, when I, she gets in the car, is that when you spring that out? I think it, I think it's, I don't, it, it kind of depends on, you know, how well do you speak having a butt tongue? 
<laughs> well, if you speak just normally and stuff, if you speak, I mean, if you can speak normally, then I think probably there's going to be some at some maybe like by the at the end of the first date or maybe the second. That's when you spring that out. Yeah, it's not something you want to keep silent for years. Is that no, what you're no, saying? You, you don't want to get like you know walking down the aisle ready to recite the vows. By the way, I have my butt in my mouth. You know what, Cliff? <laughs> what? This guy should be the national spokesman for Tic Tacs. <laughs> you know, if they can help me, yeah, you're good. <laughs> you know, that should be the motto. <laughs> you're good. Cliff? Yes? With my research for another Take It to the Bank, yeah, which I'm struggling with, I found out that today is also Kiss yeah. and Make Up Day. Kiss and Make Up? Yes. Okay. Well, except for that one guy from Poland with the funky tongue he's got going on. <laughs> Probably not him. You wouldn't want to kiss and make up with him? Um, <laughs> no, I, I don't even think I would. I think I would uh, go against your advice, too, Cliff, if that happened to me, if I had that uh, tongue. You I don't. You wouldn't, <laughs> you wouldn't tell the date? No, ever. I would. No. I would spring that sometime <laughs> way down in the future. You okay. Know, you know, just to. Just to see that shocked expression. <laughs> and that's why you're a lonely man. That, well, that's probably the reason, yes. <laughs> we This may be the last thing we wanted to find in 2020, but the scientists who discovered it, well, a new species, say it was there all the time. They could hardly look the other way when it turned up. Although, if you told a lot of people where it was found, they'd say those things are all over that region of the country. It's called Macrobella mimicus. And while it's only about the size of a cigarette, the three jaws with more than 50 teeth each make it look like a smaller version of the creature from the Aliens movies. DNA tests ultimately confirmed that it was a species never before cataloged, even though it was found in a swamp in Charles County, Maryland. Anna Phillips is the curator of parasitic worms at the Smithsonian's National Museum of Natural History and directed the team responsible for finding a new blood-sucking leech right outside Washington, D.C. <laughs> wonder what the job requirement is for the uh, parasitic <laughs> leech director, Cliff. I don't know. I just wonder if you go to school for that. Is there like a leech academy somewhere <laughs> that you go academy. to? <laughs> I have no idea. So far, Cliff, I have found yeah. a half a can of peeled tomatoes yeah. and the dead skin of a banana here in the Turkish prison with a microphone, and I'm getting a little nervous as what else I'm going to find. Who leaves a half a can of peeled tomatoes anywhere? Throw them why outside. Would, yeah, why would you open a can of peeled tomatoes at the radio station? And eat, no, I mean, you're going to eat that raw? There's no cooking facilities there. Can There's you a eat microwave. it raw? Can you eat it right out of the can? Well, I mean, if you can eat, if you can eat it raw from the garden, I suppose you can eat it right out of the can. Might not taste very good, but if you can eat a garden tomato, you can probably eat a canned tomato. I'm a little nervous as to what I'm going to find <laughs> as I dig around in the trash here. You know, you mentioned that earlier that it, like, from the time that you left yesterday at 10 a.m. until this morning when you walked in, someone basically turned the uh, radio station into a Turkish prison. It's like a hurricane <laughs> of crap ran through here. I don't know what's going on here, Cliff. <laughs> Cliff, let's go yeah. right to that phone line and see okay. who we have here. All right. Hi, who's this? Uh, Heather Murray. Heather, where are you from? Monroe City. All right. So let's before we get started, 
we, let's make you we that we know that you're fully aware there's no prize for this just a possibility of punishment okay all right heather have you um <laughs> have you ever heard this song of punishment by charlene i've never been to me no excellent let's mm. keep it that way i'm gonna have a little game here for you heather called spy the lie okay Okay. I'm going to give you three statements. You're going to tell me which one of the three is the lie. And if you do that, we're going to go ahead with Lee Bryce, okay? Okay. All right, Heather. Number one, Waffle House has been around longer than IHOP. Number two, Rice Krispies used to have four mascots, Snap, Crackle, Pop, and Pow. And number three, when the Egg McMuffin first debuted at McDonald's, it cost 10 cents. Which one of those, Heather, is the lie? Uh, I'm going to go with the first one. Waffle House has been around longer than IHOP. Yeah. That's not true. Uh, it was the second one, wasn't it? No, it was not. <laughs> it was you want to guess again? <laughs> it was the third one, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry, guys. That's okay. All <laughs> no, right. No. Uh, thank you for playing, no. Heather. And Oh, that's it. Wow. <laughs> I think I'd like to hear her in a rap battle. <laughs> With what? <laughs> I don't know what yet. I'm sitting here in a puddle of shame this morning, Cliff, here at Country 98.1. A puddle of shame? Yes, I am. What, did you wet, did you wet yourself? No, I did not wet myself. I mean, what the hell's going on out there? <laughs> well, I'm just saying, <laughs> I am shamed and embarrassed yeah. of our take it to the bank this morning. <laughs> well... So now you basically, what you're saying is, you feel like me. Well, I feel really <laughs> bad, Cliff, because the one I was going to use, yeah. as you well know, I yeah. pre-used it after the 7 o'clock news. That's right. That was a story about a guy from Poland who had tongue cancer, and so they used part of his butt muscle to make a new tongue. Yes. And so the dude's walking around with his butt in his mouth. Which would have been a great take it to the bank. And yeah. I've been scrambling around, and then I got a text message from one of our wonderful texting friends saying that yeah. he and his children are sitting around, and they're virtual lear virtually learning this morning. Okay. And he's going to let his kids take a pause and listen to Take It to the Bank because he thinks <laughs> they're going to learn something. <laughs> I'm not making any of that up. It's right there on our texting clip. No, I'm, well I'm looking at it right now. And so what I had yeah. to scramble around and find, <laughs> I don't believe is worthy of his children listening to this morning. I don't say that often, Cliff. <laughs> yeah. But it's coming up. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. <laughs> okay. And it's kind of sad, Cliff. Before sad? You even, before you even do the Take It to the Bank, that one yeah. of your wonderful listeners has already typed in on text messaging <laughs> that this is an NSG episode of take it to N the bank nsg what does what does nsg stand for not so good <laughs> well you know if it's the listener i think it is who sometimes judges us he's listened long enough that not only does he know crap when he hears it he knows crap even before he hears it <laughs> he, he can smell it before it comes on the radio <laughs> <right>. Cliff. Yes. <laughs> well cliff here we go there okay. was a point not long ago, just a few months ago, that I would have paid yeah. half of this much okay. for just a single roll of toilet paper. 
True. I've done a little research and a little figuring here, Cliff, and I looked some stuff yeah. up, and I found out that the average American will go through approximately $11,200 worth of toilet paper in their lifetime. So over the course of their life, they're going to use $11,000, a little more, mm-hmm. toilet paper. And just about $180 a year is what we spend on average. <laughs> per person. Per person. <laughs> Wow. Also, over the course of your lifetime, Cliff, I got stuck on the paper, so I thought I might as well continue down that path. (laughs) Okay. About $10,500 we'll spend on paper towels. Okay. $9,400 on tissues. Okay. And just over $9,400 on plastic bags and garbage bags just to throw the garbage and trash out. Just to throw things away. Uh Uh-huh. That's a lot of cash we're spending on paper and plastic, wouldn't you think? Yes. But all of that you can take to the bank. (laughs) Or to the dump. Or or to the dump. (laughs) Well, Cliff, anything said today? Yes, phrases of the day. Well, we'll start in just a second. But first off, let me just reiterate, although it was said today, it's not one of the phrases, but it's kind of like a new rule here on the Morning Roadshow. And that is, I'm not taking any complaints from a dude in a skirt. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think that is a good rule, too, Cliff. Yeah. I agree right. with that one. So, phrases of the day start with number three. It's like a hurricane of crap ran through here, <laughs> which is what it looks like when you have to work in a Turkish prison with a microphone. <laughs> That's true, yes. Right here. Number two. Number two father dealt it, daughter belted. it. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> and the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. How well do you speak with a butt tongue? (laughs) If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.